0: You're listening to the Owen Sixty. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the ON60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is the 49th installment of the ON60 Podcast, and as we begin, shocking the Oilers and Sens start with two fights in the opening minutes. Yay. Hey, Everyone expected me to say Oilers flames. That did not happen, but. Was it the other? I just had Kitchuck? to mention that because I thought it was Oilers Flames, and then it said Oilers Senators, and I was like, "Oh, dang!" That but was it me. was the other. It was the other Kitchuck, wasn't it? Wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't open it. I'll look at it. But it has to be Brady. Um, yeah, Brady and Cassia. Oh, shocking! <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Ooh, I got Brady the video Kitchuck. going too. Yeah, Brady Kachuk, future captain of the Ottawa Senators, <laughs> has to be. That, that did not take long. Five seconds. We're off topic. It's got to be a podcast <laughs> record. Ta- time out <laughs> somewhere. Man, it's got to be a podcast. Oh, time yeah. out. Yeah, does a give me forty-one into the game? pretty shift. No way. Oh no, it isn't. Okay, <laughs> okay. It's, so I really so wish we could get like the Gita live video. Kara, and I thought it was against Tim Stutzla, but it's not. Ooh, Jimmy Stew. Now it's Watson. So you got Watson former London. Former Peter real Pete, London Knight. Yeah. Former Pete Knight. That was a great deal for the London Knights, by the way. <laughs> nice move. Not bad at eh? really Took him over the edge. That line with the Ruperts. Ooh, that was nasty. Tough line to play against for sure. Being yeah. physical skilled. That's nice. For and sure. Brady, to, Brady to Chuck. His rights were owned by the London Knights. Did not yep. follow in his brother's footsteps. He decided to go to college route because he didn't want to be like his brother. Whatever. And it turned prospect. out for him. Nothing wrong and with that. And it turned out for him. Hey, he's the future captain. You gotta watch out hands down. If I was yep. a betting man, I'd bet Brady to Chuck. Ooh, Watson sure. went he right to the room too. Dang. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Well, on the way to note, start the uh, show. Yeah, it's got another good show for you this week. Update. That's how we'll begin the show. We'll update you on the Muskegon Lumberjack. Get jacked! Fought the uh, flame. <laughs> we also have more breaking news. You're going to hear it first. Oh, Tight yeah. news on the own 60 podcast. Second week in a row. Maybe probably not. I don't know that Joel Vanderland news from last week. Yeah. Ooh, this is a doozy too. No, it's Cassian. And who's 44 for Ottawa. It was the two forty-four. Yeah branson a hey, also a uh, assistant gap that you could say yeah i was surprised that he was uh got the letter but hey good play yeah good know, play and the uh, Cassian went at it yeah wow How do I, that's I a, heavyweight. Yeah, hey, a heavyweight yeah uh, yeah not bad eh yeah um, when you think of that on saturday i mean we're on the topic of the edmonton oilers i mean they got ohl alumni yeah evan bouchard is up there now uh what it do you think well, of that uh, part of the team? You, yeah, when you think of that uh, matchup, the Battle of Alberta, do you expect it to be like that, or did you expect it to be more physical? Because I thought it was kind of quiet at the start, and then it started yeah. to get going, and then it kind of went downhill. I kind of thought the guys were saving it for, like, another five games to get into it, because yeah. <laughs> that's a long ten games if you're going at it every game. <laughs> yeah. you to well, kill each other. You'll be dead for the playoffs or if you even make it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I tried to focus a little bit on Dreisaitl and Kachuk, just because of what happened with the all star game last year, and be like, oh, like, yeah, really McDavid to too, line with him and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, so let's see how that plays out. And it almost looked, I don't want to say like Dry Side looks scary or anything, but like mm-hmm. there were a couple times where it looked like Dry was purposely avoiding Kachuk and not going after the puck. That's well, he did in that game. well to Chuck. You know what he's going to bring to the table each and every game, you know, he's yeah. going to run. It doesn't matter who you are. I, and here's a question. We had a good question before about McDavid without speed. Here's a question. Matthew to Chuck, he's such a gamer. If you think, if he was in the spot, do you think you'd go after, like, would he run over his former uh, junior teammate, Mitch Marner? Like, would he body check him, like, finish his check? So I think he's the type of guy that finishes check against everybody. Yeah, that's. Because he's yeah, just a gamer. I love him. I love watching him. Play. He's just a gamer. Seven teams, only four playoff spots. And with, I don't think that, I think friendships go out the window in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, and Calgary is expected to make, the actually, everybody but Ottawa in Canada is expected to make the playoffs. Well, Vancouver, good luck with that. Um, yeah, Vancouver was probably, probably the most disappointing team so far, I would say. They're more disappointing than Detroit. We expected Detroit to be pretty bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah, they beat Florida, so that's all right. Good <laughs> yeah. Times uh yeah so hey, yeah and hey uh former guelph storm Kitchener ranger Giovanni smith by the oh, way stud man how Ooh. do you not know what a gordy howard like he, what he, are we doing everyone okay everyone that knows Giovanni smith knows that he can play with the media i i guarantee you he's just i, playing I with thought the it was fake there. too i thought i think it's fake with them yeah i think he's just messing with the media there saying yeah. he didn't know what it was because he's had so many of those in guelph and Kitchener. yeah there's if you're no Gualph- for it, if you're a Guelph Storm fan or gets your Rangers fan, you've definitely saw it. Yeah, but that's the that thing. Before. Is a Gordie Howe hat-trick, like, just one goal, just one assist, and a fight? What or is it – like, like, what if you got a hat-trick, two assists, and a fight? Well, first of all, what a night. Oh, wow. But, like, does it have to just be one? That's tough. I don't think so. I think – because you got to get one to get three. What happens if you get a goal? What happens if we scored, like – three after that fight fair enough or two after that fight yeah i don't know hmm. it doesn't matter It's still a gordy whatever you gotta get the you gotta get the goal and the assist first or the fight yeah, first. for sure um so yeah we've got the lumberjacks we've got more breaking news heard it here first on the own 60 podcast we have an update on our hey. fantasy league yours truly hey. the only one undefeated now joel vanderland took a huge l
1: uh, oh, this past hey,
0: week. Hey, who's out of the basement? Who's out of the basement? You are. Uh, atta boy. Hey, you want a smart, game? Hey, smart everyone's want a game. Hey. That's not bad. Yeah, but hey, you I'm only but, it? Hey, I'm only a win out of the playoffs now. Top eight, make it. I'm only a win out. So I'm in between. Sell the farm or uh, get in on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I was saying oh. I was going to trade seven draft picks for a guy already. So <laughs> I think well, I'm going to Oh, that was funny too, because Joel tried to get Sean Couturier from me for uh, Brent Burns. And uh, I, almost, I almost caved, and then I, I he ended up canceling Churier. the trade, and I'm like, oh, okay. Churier I was going really to accept it. And then it was like, oh, yeah. Currier will be inserted back into the lineup Sunday, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then he goes off, gets a goal or two, and, like, has a day, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, sorry, Joel. You're going to need biggest, more than just Brent Burns. My biggest problem is setting my lineup. That's very true, yeah. Although I was the idiot that forgot to put Joe Pavelski in my lineup on Sunday, but he didn't get any points. That oh. so doesn't make a difference. And then you lose. Because Jason Robertson that was scored easy. his first NHL hey, goal. Yeah, another game. first goal. Another yeah. first goal. Congratulations, <laughs> former uh, Niagara Dog, Kingston yep. Frontenac. Yep. And, uh, well... We're going to get into a little bit more AHL debuts, not NHL, AHL debuts. A few show Yeah, it should uh, should be a good one to round it out. But uh, first off, update on the Jacks. Still sitting in yeah. second place in the uh, USHL's Eastern Conference, six points behind the Chicago Steel. But the Jacks did take two out of three games uh, from the Steel recently. Yeah, so that definitely going to help them uh, in the standings if it comes down to a tiebreaker or anything. Uh, 34 points for the jacks the steel are at 40 both teams have played 27 games the muskegon lumberjacks sit at 16 9 1 and 1 where the chicago steel they are 19 6 2 and 0 oh. the jacks are hot they've lost they're their last too. two but they are they're 6 flaunting. 3 and 1 in their last 10 games they're flaunting the plan right now they are they're feeling good not I mean, bad the, eh? the goose is loose They make the trade yep big trade yeah. Yeah, wings prospect. I love it. But, but, but yeah, I mean, they look good right now. They're clicking, it seems to be at the right time. You got to get hot for the stretch run. So hopefully they can uh, stay hot and go on a little bit of a run. They got, I noticed with the trade now, they get three really good lines. They have two top tier lines now. I mean, Daniel Gooshan was playing a little bit on the second line wing. Now, yeah. He's been flip flopping first and second. That's just to get more scoring throughout the lines. Mm-hmm. Now you can put them up front there and really on the top line with that depth trade. So that's solid there. It'll be exciting to watch uh, them through the stretch run, but the goose is loose. He just had a birthday, too. <laughs> he did. So that's nice, there. Yeah. Yeah, he did. So happy belated birthday to uh, Daniil Gushin. Uh Just trying to pull up the uh, upcoming schedule for the Jacks. We kind of looked at it a little bit uh, before yeah. we started the show, but second place. They behind, have got. So very heavy home schedule coming yeah, up. Yeah, they, they went on that season. road stand. Yeah, that's solid. That's big. Get on there. You got to win those home games too.
1: For sure. What is it like?
0: What is it? Six home games? I don't uh, have the schedule up. Oh, I was looking at it there this afternoon. Let me kind of just count a little bit. Starting on February 11th. So yeah. that is, do some math here. That is Thursday. Uh, they begin a stretch. Of six home games, three against Green Bay, two against Youngstown, and they finish off the homestand February 20th against Team USA, the U18 uh, uh, national team. And uh, we're used to these in the OHL, but those last three games are a three and three. So they got six. So, yeah, they have a three and three to start it, the 11th, 12th, 13th, and then three and three to finish it. On the eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth, before heading on the road for two against Youngstown. that's not that far trip. So six, game, so six, you got to win at least probably five out of six to pass Chicago. I mean, Chicago's looking really good, right? Mm-hmm. You probably got to win at least five out of the six there to be uh, pass the steel. Yeah, sixteen more win games this season for the Muskegon Lumberjacks. They face Chicago four more times. The uh, Lumberjacks take them on the first time March 5th and 6th in Muskegon at Mercy Health Arena. And then to finish off the season, they are in Chicago at Fox Valley Ice Arena, April 23rd and 24th, before heading into the postseason. That's going to be a big one. That's going to be fun. Live Instagram, uh, go Instagram live Instagram there pregame the post, show, the post game presented by us <laughs> because, because we want junior hockey. <laughs> and that would like, be nice. All right, yeah, we, we like junior hockey presented we, by us. We really do. Yeah, uh, answer my email. Uh, <laughs> we yeah, hockey back with like the crying emoji. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Uh um, yeah, that's that is a good segue. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, you heard it here first. Moment on the Owen sixty podcast. We're, I don't know if you want to call it breaking news Any segment. You could say breaking news, breaking segment, but it's not really public, so that's true. Right. So just call us insiders, and we'll be good. Yeah, we're not. By I a mean, seems like anyone can be an insider now. So or a scout. We'll have to see. Sure, and I will finish off the segment because Colin is dying laughing for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm you are too, it? but whatever. We will <laughs> yeah. uh, we will get to that news that was brought to yeah, us Monday incredible. night, Monday evening, night evening. Yeah. What does it turn to evening five? Yeah, I'd say Probably. five. Get home. Like, you get home from work. You take it easy. Yeah, yeah five. All right. I'm not so, driving home from work on a Monday evening. Monday, I'm driving home from work. Yeah, you're not really driving home Monday night from work. No, no, it'd be is it unless you were me where you work the Leafs game and you're at the studio till eleven o'clock at night. But Monday, I'm not saying evening because I feel like you don't have any night. With <laughs> <Put> it awesome. <off. coughs> yeah, whatever. We will get to the briefest hockey brought to our attention on Monday evening, and we will do that next here on the Own 060 Podcast. This is the ON60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the ON60 Pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen60 Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the ON60 Podcast. The link tree is up on our social media platform, so that'll make it easy to navigate all of our socials, all of the uh, platforms that you can hear us on and make life a little bit easier because that's what computers are for. So might as well use them until they take over the world. Just kidding. That only happens in movies. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. Um, One thing I did forget to mention off the top, we're kind of in a pretty big series right now with uh, the guys from the O Show.
1: And after
0: games one and two, it's a mirror image of uh, last year's series. We are tied at one game apiece. Yeah. I mean, these next two games are the games we got to step up. We got to win the next two. We got to win the next two. I'm not going to be better. I'm not not going to play well in those first two games. Took too many penalties in front of you. I had a bad moment. You know, it doesn't help. I had a blonde moment. Yeah, it doesn't help when the other team just goes for cross ice passes and
1: yeah. I can't
0: stop any of those to save my yeah. Life. We're gonna shut that down though. We're gonna shut that down though. I can guarantee you that we'll shut that down. So if anyone's listening to this from the other team, yeah, those cross ice passes are going to end. Unfortunately for you, they're going to end yeah, so, because uh... we figured it out. I mean, game one we had, a, we were the better team. We outshot them. We put up like thirty five shots. We were we good. lost seven we four. Seven five. I think it was that net goal. Netter. Yeah, empty net goal. But we were all over them, and I took a bad penalty. I wear a letter on my jersey, and it was not a good letter to yeah. It was embarrassing to wear a letter when I go do that stuff. It's not called for. Bad one. I don't even think I had a point in game one. That's not. That's not good for me. But, uh, game two is fun though. Bounce back, game two. A nice twelve to four win. <laughs> that's only sixty hockey. Twelve spot. We did. That's only that's <laughs> only sixty hockey. I mean, we got Jimmy Stew on the wing. We got. Hollywood Hayes at center. That's good. Dougie Glatt on D, just lighting yeah. people up. Yeah, high good luck Eddie getting D. through, guys. But yeah, we were fine. I mean, we didn't take as many penalties in game day. Yeah. I think that was big too. Once we take penalties, there were no start... fluky hat we were... tricks either. So no, I had five. Jimmy had six. Goals <laughs> or points? Goals. Oh, okay. I had I, I had remember. eleven. I had eleven points in game. I think I only stopped <laughs> like nine of 13, but again, when you, you get like try to cross crease passes, they're going to get shut down. That's what happens. We'll shut. Hey, we played, divi- we played division one hockey. Usually Very true, yeah. we're, we'll shut those down. I can guarantee you we will yeah. shut those crossways down. That, I'm not worried about game, that. They're going to have to chase us. Game we were the better team in both games. So I'm not worried. Yeah. Game number one of that series was the first time in about 10 games that i had given up more than three goals. Yeah. First, time We didn't seven. practice. We didn't yeah. practice before. True, we just played games play. and I only gave up and one we, goal in each game. And we kept saying that we gotta practice, we gotta practice. We and we got we and we that. got running around. We got running around a little bit too though in front of you. That was our fault. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. And then I took a bad penalty there down one. Yeah. Or we were tied. We were tied. It was like five five. Then I took a penalty and then next thing you know, it was six five. Yeah. That's my fault. But, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're all good. Uh, for anyone listening to this on Tuesday, February 9th, Games three and four go Wednesday, the 10th. And Apologies if you don't like having two games in one night. That was not our idea. Um, yeah, but, it was not. Um, anyways, game three and four go on the 10th. Who knows? 3-1, 2-2 two, two could be after that day. We don't know. And then, uh, obviously, we'll have to play a game five. When that will happen, God knows. We don't know. When you know we're in do lockdown we. but it seems like people have a lot to do outside of their house so we'll <laughs> see what happens but yeah um, especially in windsor nothing to do in windsor like what are we doing except to go for well, our hey. pizza? that's the that's idea. what doing well winter. hey did you see a windsor pizza uh they uh, delivered all the way to vancouver vancouver island Man, it must be nice i was gonna i, I was gonna tag you in that i was gonna tag you in that how can you deliver to Branford ontario no crap <laughs> If they can do it in Vancouver, that's like a bargain. Meet them in London. Would you meet them in London for a Windsor pizza? Twitter poll? Probably. <laughs> if you're if you're from Brantford, would you meet the Windsor delivery pizza? How many people from guy? Brantford do we know that would do that? Because everyone everyone's kind of brainwashed in Brantford. They think that Maria's pizza is the be-all, end-all of pizzas. It's not. Neither is Luciani's. But, you know, that's – I must not be a true Brantford guy or Brantfordonia or whatever the hell Brantford people are called, which I'm not. I wasn't but born you're... I was born in Hamilton, which is even sadder. Kind of, not really.
1: Yeah. Hamilton,
0: at least you know they have the Bulldogs. We don't have hey, OHL Joe. yet. Well, hey, 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 yeah, yeah. I said yet the effect. How do I? How do I? We respect the effect. <laughs> respect right. the effect. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, game three and four. Go on the 10th of February for anyone wanting to watch. The OSHO has a Twitch stream set up and I'm sure they'll tweet out the link. We'll retweet it and get ready. Follow our Twitter for uh, the starting lineup and uh, all the finals of the game if you can't miss it and or if you miss it. and uh, We'll have you good to go. Hopefully we'll be up 3-1, but 2-2 split. Not oh two. yeah, also, also one quick ad. If it's late in the game and someone asks you to fight and you're up 12-4, just fight. It's a video game. It's very just true. Fight. It is a video game. It's yep. A fight.
1: Yep. It's or Literally we'll keep running up the score.
0: <laughs> yeah. And That's celebrate fine. after. I'm I'm not I'm not worried. Honestly, I'm not worried. I don't want to sound too confident, but I mean yeah, I, I gotta be a leader for the boys. We'll yeah. be in our white jerseys for the first time in the series. We went blue and then oh, yeah. you listen, you listeners, wait till you find out those whites. Those ooh, whites are, those mint. are sharp. Those are sharp, <laughs> yeah. Um, But all right, to the topic that uh, we have been previewing for the last 15 minutes or so on Monday evening. We figured that out last segment. Uh, Colin Ward received an email from an anonymous source. We're going to say our Big Ten source and pretend we're Dan Patrick. Um, (laughs) So Colin got an email from our Big Ten source about... Yeah, Yeah, uh, And this is already, I'll kind of go through it as we go throughout the segment, but it's been a topic of discussion with us, with, you know, anyone else who covers the league, whether it's the O show or, you know, any other podcast sports at TSN, what have you uh, about the season in the Ontario hockey league and the effect that it's had on players, not being able to compete at the highest level. Obviously they're still training. They're still trying to find a way to skate, get on ice, despite being in lockdown. Although, I didn't watch his press conference because I don't really like the guy because he's a conservative, but – and there's other reasons, but um, he announced on Monday that uh, reopening will begin. There's no AHL hockey being played in Ontario, despite it already having gotten underway uh, in the States. Well, I mean, hockey's kind of like that too and baseball but and basketball, but – there is a uh, there is a letter that has been sent to multiple people, including someone who has not responded to Colin. He is still not very happy about that. No, I, I just put <laughs> can we play question mark with a crying emoji True. like the yep. you know like the like the frown like the frown face like yep. the do- like the yep. dog bag or whatever it is um, I don't know. There has been a letter sent to. Uh, it has already been sent. We've gotten confirmation about that um, yep. to David Branch, to Doug Ford, and to Christine Elliott. Yep. wonder why it didn't make it to Lisa McLeod. Whatever. I'm sure she'll obviously. But, realistically, but the, realistically, Commissioner Branch really can't – it's not up no, to No, I, I know. Yeah, that's, that's the, the, the first topic we him. discussed. Like, it's not up to David Branch. Like, Yeah, you it, can it, send it all, all the letters you want, want to him. It's yeah. yeah. Trust me. Like he wants to have guys playing. Like, yeah. He doesn't want this. No. I mean, he, 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 you kind of got to, you can't break the rules here. Like yeah. kind of just got to wait your time out. I mean, I think it's more important for people to get back to their working jobs. I think first, but well, and yeah, because in again, the OHL, they have business ops, believe it or not, where they yeah. want to say, Oh, the team's just run by the players. And, how well they do dictates the team's <laughs> financial. No, it doesn't. There, are like, I didn't realize this. Obviously I got kind of an inside view of it for three seasons with the ice dogs, but like, there's so much hard work being done by anyone who does oh, the business operations for the teams, whether it's the game, day. working the social media platforms or yeah, for sure. the game, like managing game day, getting, you know, vendors set up and getting, Um, you know, interns to help run it from universities and colleges. And in particular, it helped with Brock University, having the SPEMA program there being how successful it is. Um, You know, you've got people selling tickets, uh, ticket managers. You've got retail managers where right now that's really the only income that any OHL team is getting right now. And that's from their stores, their team stores, their jerseys, t-shirts. Some teams have masks. Actually, I think most teams, if not all teams have masks now, but. Um, like those are the people running it. And when you want to start yep. thinking about playing hockey and, you know, reopening the economy, like that's got to come first, because if there's that's no right. people and I'm not saying we're going to have fans because we wouldn't, if the season got underway. So tickets really not too big of a deal, but you know, when it comes to running the day-to-day operations of the team, I think that has to come first before you actually play hockey because it's, that that's how a franchise runs it's it's just the way it is yeah exactly i mean once you get past minor midget you get into the ohl that is where you really start your professional career i know it's not professional hockey but it really is a profession i mean to own a team it's your full-time job to be a part of an organization it's so hard i mean you see all the work like that games we go to i mean the game day operations people that like you said social media they all do so much behind the scenes that no one really sees yeah. and stuff like that too. It's like, I don't know. It's I just think it, there's a like, lot more things before. Obviously these people aren't making six figures. You're not seeing a ticket manager making $250,000 yeah, a year. That doesn't even happen in the NHL, yeah. but you know, with us radio guys not making the most money in the world either. We, we know <laughs> kind of not the struggle, but like it's, exactly like this is their income whether they have a spouse or not that's you know that's not anything but um this is how people are trying to get through the pandemic and some people have lost their jobs in the Ontario Hockey League which sucks that it's a lot of good people yeah Yeah, a lot of good people that don't deserve that yeah it's unfortunate it's 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 just one of those things where You don't want to say money runs sports. Yeah, it kind of does when it comes to the OHL level, the AHL level, ECHL, Mm -hmm. NHL, like all the, like all these leagues, like money has to be involved. You're not paying players in the Ontario hockey league, but you know, they'll have to have money to run it. Like, yeah. I mean, it's tough. I, I just think I get like, the parents' side, I get both sides. I get yeah for for it. But really, sending an email to the commissioner, you really aren't going to get what you think out of it because I understand including his decision just like oh for sure. Like you let give your know. intentions, and again, we're not saying who this sent lead. this letter he who runs lead. this. How we got the letter, we're not saying this, but we just know it's a matter of st- David can't really do anything. So yeah, nice no, it's to up the to government. Put it on it. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, that's a great move to have him on it. I mean, for the parents, you put in so much time and effort to get your kid first off to, to AAA hockey. Get drafted, and again, and, talking know. about money, a lot of money is spent by the time they started hockey to the time they get to the old oh. oh, that's another thing. That, I think that's like, this the is most hundreds of punt. thousands of money in yeah, equipment in and playing. I would love to have a parent on to not talk about like – not talk about money, but think of, just talk about all the effort, like the schedule of yeah. a parent driving your kid to hockey. I mean, we play baseball. We know that's tough. But to play hockey, you can be in Windsor one on like a Wednesday night playing in the Alliance. I mean, yep. you got to go to school the next day. I mean, it's tough. So like, yeah, make it I'd like from to Brampton to Windsor is two and a half hours minimum. It would be interesting if we could have like a parent on just talk about like yeah. the like sacrifice. Yeah, just talk about the sacrifice because that would be an interesting topic. Yeah. And, you just put in so much time, effort, and money, and I can see that being the most frustrating part right now. Yeah. Not playing—that has to be the most frustrating part. Yeah, just because I mean, it, it, it is essentially an investment. If you think about oh, it, it's an investment to your son or daughter. If you know, obviously not in the OHL, but that it's an investment to see them grow up, play hockey at a high level, and try and make yeah. it to major the major professional commitment. leagues. It's a major commitment. I mean, I, I and mean, I hope for the kid's sake. Uh, they do this draft thing. We can get to that later on, probably, but I hope they can do that later draft just to get more kids in their draft year. Yeah, playing. But then there's also an opportunity here. Western Hockey League. You see, the states just starting. I mean, March. If you play 20 games, you play 20 games. At the end of the day, like we said all along, it's going to be a development year. Yeah. I doubt. I doubt there's going. I can probably ninety percent assure you, there's not going to be a memorial cup handed out this year. No, not a chance. There's no, no way. I don't. American Hockey League, they don't. I don't see it happening right now. Yeah. No Calder Cup, no Mem Cup. It's not going to happen. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And I mean, until Belleville and the Marlies figure their situation out too, I don't see yep. the OHL finish, finishing because I mean, there's just too much going on there. Yep. Yeah. I'll just kind of give though. just kind of give you a rundown of this letter. I'm not going to read it word for word because that will take longer than I want to but um, this is essentially saying uh, as you know as being a part of the OHL uh, we know we understand how important it is to you know respect health guidelines and keep everyone safe and not have the death toll keep going up because people are dumb and they just want to leave their houses but um, understanding that we have done a lot our sons have done a lot and we have done a lot to figure out a way to get them to this level. And, and there's to, our point there. Yeah, exactly. And that and, covers our point. Um, they have put a lot of time in. It's been about a year and yeah, it kind of has just yeah. over a, or just under a just, year since the season got, I'm going to say canceled because it did not resume. Um, and they've been on the ice. They've been in the gym. They've been trying to figure out a way to stay in shape, get ready for an upcoming season. And, you know, when... You had announced that you had a start date in December. They started their training routine as if they were getting ready for a December puck drop. That didn't come to fruition. So then they adjusted their schedules to February, and now it's this, and we're just frustrated, and we want answers, and we want them to play. Other leagues are playing. You need to figure out a way to get it done. Sincerely, person who wrote this. That's essentially what the letter said. And I just the major points i wonder you're probably gonna hear an announcement soon once for sure this this will another month next month yeah next by next by march when the whl supposedly is going to start in the united states yep by march i guarantee you you will hear one of the premier you will hear someone in ontario that has a big role in ontario as we like to say suit and tie yeah they will say they will have an announcement about something. I don't think it'll be right now because you still got to open the province. Yep. That's more important at this point. That's By the way, I heard the new system of the way they're opening is stupid. I've heard it's really dumb and it makes no sense. Again, I haven't seen the announcement yet so I can't comment, but I've been told it's really stupid. Hmm.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. Again,
0: we'll find that out, but yeah. Be interesting. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, it's Again, this is Anonymous who wrote this, who sent it to us, who was able to compile it and get it out league-wide into the province and uh, the government. And who knows, this letter one day in the next couple of weeks might make its way to Ottawa and Justin Trudeau. And I think that's where the bit – but really, I don't know. Again, does Justin Trudeau really (laughs) give a crap about starting the OHL? No, yeah, not right as country. much as maybe Doug Ford or Lisa McLeod, but... Yeah, but. I don't At this point, I don't really think Lisa McLeod cares most. I know. The I know. Because she would have started the American Hockey League. And by the way, Belleville and the Toronto Marlies. Belleville, from all the sources we've got from Belleville, and all the communication, I mean, Belleville, I mean, it sounded like they were just playing in Ottawa. It was fine. Like, they were just mm-hmm. playing under the sense. The Sens are on the road. Belleville's playing home games. I mean, they had their own living. They weren't living in Ottawa. They're, they don't live – and, like, that's, like, the Senators. They don't live right in Ottawa. I mean, they're playing in Kanata, right? So, not even Ottawa, yeah, so. Yeah, so, they like, I don't know. Yeah. I just think if they had such a good plan, they're following the NHL protocol, I figured they would be fine. Yep. Because you let the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ottawa Senators play in the exact same protocol. And but the American League I don't know. Same cities. Like, yeah. I don't know. The Marlies played literally a five-minute drive. Maybe. Yeah, and, and actually away from the, the Scotiabank the, Arena. And, and Coca-Cola Coliseum is actually more... I know it's on the Lakeshore. I knew it was Coliseum. I couldn't figure out what sponsor it was. I knew yeah, it, was, Coca- it, used to, it used to be Rico, but... And that's what it should be. I love the Rico Coliseum. That's <laughs> Coca-Cola like cool Cola Coliseum. I like that, though. Coca-Cola yeah, Coliseum. It's cool. That's kind of cool. Triple yeah, C- it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But I just think... I would, There on the lake shore, you probably have less communication with people anyways than what you would downtown at the Scotiabank. But, I mean, Scotiabank, you just drive right underground. Uh, Yeah. But, I don't know. That doesn't matter. I mean, it is what it is. Hopefully soon they can uh, figure the AHL first. I mean, the AHL is probably going to have the biggest trickle-down effect. As we knew before, the NHL has no – it has nothing compared to what our league is in the OHL. The NHL dictates what they're going to do. They can't get an offside, all right, though. Sorry, Columbus, but I, I mean, it was pretty like, bad, eh? Okay, that was bad. Yeah. I had to bring that up. That was no, tough. That's all good. Liam Foodie ago. not in the lineup Monday night, too, eh? Yeah, I don't know. Him and Miko Koivu <laughs> were uh, were scratches. <laughs> I mean, Liam looked pretty good in the games that I saw him. Yeah. Maybe it's just, maybe it's Turner. just his turn to take a seat, once everyone fresh. So, sorry. Like, you're the odd yeah. man out here. Well, they just played, too. Yeah, they just played, too, and they've been busy. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about this year. The taxi squad has to be good. The team with the deepest team, like including the taxi squad, this yeah. team's going to win. Yeah. Taxi squad's a tough gig, though. You're not around the team. Like, it's so I tough. Know, right? You're not around the team. Like, that'd be hard. Like, yeah. you're there, but you're not there, you know? You just yeah. go to games, but you're not. By the that's rim, the thing, the too. That's what the sucks room. about the, the paperwork. Whereas we see with the Red Wings, Giovanni Smith assigned to the taxi squad, Giovanni Smith uh, assigned to the team, like, Brought up from the taxi squad. It's like, oh, I think they do that for Really, not just keep them. Like, I get what they're doing, but like, that's that sucks. That's annoying. Yeah. I think Giovanni earned another game, though, from the Red Wings. He looks pretty and, good. He's earned like 43 more games to finish the season. But oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you healthy yeah. scratch Anthony Manta, you have no idea what the coach is going to give you. So, no, just play it out. I'm just, yeah. just... As we round hey. out this segment, though, I do want to give a shout out. Two now former Erie Otters play-by-play man. Aaron yeah, Henry, yeah. Headed to the big leagues, the AHL's San Diego Gulls. To they look amazing. And Jamie Drysdale make a little and, bit of an easier transition for the two. And also a uh, starting thing for forward, Jacob Rao. Yeah. But, yeah, great for him. I yeah, mean. Aaron uh, – Aaron gave me my first opportunity at calling OHL games back in, uh, back in 2016. He had an operation and he could not make the trip to Niagara. So I filled in, did play by play and color and called Akil Thomas's first career OHL goal. I remember it was. it It was a spinorama move from the hash marks, beat the goaltender, Jake, I, I, I always got this name wrong. I said it perfectly on the bra. And then I, it, Jake Lauer. Oh, L A W R. Yeah. yeah. He was the goaltender in uh, in net for the Erie Otters. They ended up losing the game 4-3 on a last second chance. It was Darren Radish shot from the point off a faceoff win from Alex DeBrinkett. Hits, hey, hits the shaft of Stephen Dillon's stick and off the glass oh. behind the net. And half an I've inch. I've had that before. I've had that before it's off the shaft of the net. Really? Wow. That'd be was, I never had glass. it off the glass, but I had it off the shaft and go in. Yeah. wasn't too happy. But, yeah, that was cool. You had a great call there, too, Datsuki. Yeah, I did. Hell yeah. Anyone, anyone, that. anyone, that, knew, anyone that knew you, yeah, knew that you yeah. put the Datsuki. In. That's cool. Um, and then I joined Aaron for color a week after because the otters came back to town. But... Yeah. And then if uh, – so then, like, now it would be like – Someone coming down the wing flying 100 miles an hour, it'd be like Dylan Larkin at <laughs> <laughs> or take like that off, str- or you could just dry, or you could use a flip, or you could use flying Hanta. down the wing like Philip Tomasino used to do in the O. Oh, yeah, he used to. He looked incredible. Quick, uh, we going to break, or we yeah, we'll go to break, is... we'll get to the AHL guys yeah. next because there's more than Philip Tomasino that we got to get to. So, yeah, um, again, congrats to Aaron Cooney, and we will head to break on the other side, we'll talk ahlers as well as a couple more things here on the Owen 60 podcast i'm drawing a blank because i can't think of what i said well i have a question i have a question for you anyways do you the know AHL system. yeah oh, okay all right so we'll get to that and colin's question next on the Owen 60 <laughs> podcast this is the owen 60 follow us on twitter and instagram at the owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the ohl Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese along with Colin Ward and big days in the last, uh, in the last week or so for a lot of former yes. OHLers. We will get to most of them. I think we might miss a couple, but, um, we'll start. Yes. Yeah, most show guests. Absolutely. 1000%. We'll begin in Chicago, Philip Thomasino made his AHL debut for the Chicago Wolves taking on the Grand Rapids Griffins. Yeah, he kind of had a night. Yeah. Yeah, had a, a Philip Thomasino night. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Thomasino night. I mean, two assists, third third star in the game. I mean, are you a third, you're not a three stars fan. Yeah, three stars are stupid. You're not the biggest. No. Yeah, you're People not the, the biggest, biggest three stars fan three stars. I'm like, really guys? What what is this elementary? I mean, I just think it's a true I just think it's a tradition thing. It's tradition. Yeah, I get that, but like people who complain, I, mean, I know always, the, the OHL system's flawed. I know that. With who picks it, the media never picks it. I've been the in media ones. boxes where they say picked by the media. No, it wasn't. But nice try. What? No. No, it wasn't. But um yeah, Philip Tomasino with the Chicago Wolves, dang. I think and, uh, I think if it was picked by the media, if it was picked by the media, you wouldn't get a real answer. No one would agree. Everyone has their own well, opinion. Yeah. But that's when you just take a percentage. Just give it to the fan. Just give it to the fans. Give a I was in Hamilton, once. in Hamilton. They used to do it where they'd hand out a card to each media member and then yeah. they'd tally how many votes like players got. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen, but it's not. Oh well. Phil Tomasino, big night. Yeah. DB. Yes, sir. And then we'll head to the crease in Iowa. Our first ever guest on the show, Hunter Jones. Yeah, I think that was big. That was big. Iowa Wild. Yeah, and I think that was pretty cool. Like first 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 guest, actually made the debut. Probably the best interview, to be honest, from a player. Yeah, like that. That's good. He told. He said. He said so much. Like, yeah. I like guys that come on and they, like, and they talk. Like, we're going to have a conversation with them and, like, just loose and, like, just sit, like, we're at a coffee shop or, like, sitting yeah. somewhere. I mean, just hanging out. It's a good talk that way. And uh, Hunter Jones was great. I'm never going to forget when he said, like, when he was sitting in the team lounge, like, in Peterborough. And, like, he just said, and, like, the guy's like, oh, we'll be back, like, next week or whatever. And, like, Hunter Jones just sits there and he's like, what happens if we're not back like we're never together again like to think about that like it's so true i mean you're not especially never for going him. to be it's together different. again yeah especially for him it's different for players coming back but hunters hunter knew he's like yeah i'm not back he yeah, knew i mean yeah for a fact yeah he knew coming back last year throughout the whole year i mean going through the hockey canada process and everything yeah i mean you're and he's so structurally sound too as well and like mentally he's mentally strong as well like yeah I and mean, we uh like we had him on, you can tell like he knows where he's going, he knows what he can do. And anyone that has the confidence like that, congrats. Like he can do whatever you need to do. Well, and definitely ready. ready. He knew the situation with Minnesota too, right? They exactly. finally finally moved on from Devin Dubnik, who people say, Oh, he had a great time. I never thought he was really that outstanding in the NHL, especially with Edmonton, but again Edmonton He was good the one off. year when they made the playoffs. The one year when they made yeah. the playoffs in Minnesota, he was good. Uh, yep. Um, but in, in Minnesota, Cam Talbot's there right now. Is he a long-term solution for them? Probably not. They got two young guys coming up here. They got three young guys coming up in Iowa. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's right there. Uh, Hunter did not start yesterday night. Monday evening, he did not start, but uh, he'd probably get the next game. He, and he looked solid. Yeah, it he looked solid. Third situation. Situation. Every other game. Yeah, the third period, he got uh, peppered a little bit, but. Yeah. He looked smooth. He kept him in there. He's so technically sound. He, so, his style of play could fit in any league in the world. He's that. It's that technical. I mean, it's textbook, how you draw it up, post to post, feel the net well. It's calm, poised, cool, collective type thing. He's he got all those tools. It's just he's used to that level. I mean, like he said on our show, too, how much faster the shots are in the NHL compared to the OHL. The shots are a lot faster in the American Hockey League to the yeah. NHL to the OHL as well. So there's time period, there's transition. You don't expect the kid to go up there and light it up or shut out every game. You don't expect that. Just, you got to keep them to two, three goals or less and hopefully, uh, keep the team in to win it. Yep. If you get, don't give up more than three goals a game, you're probably going to win games in American hockey league. And hopefully you can do that. You look solid though. Looking forward to watching him play. Yeah. Uh, absolutely Hunter. Great interview. Um, He'll have a lot of success where he goes, whether Minnesota decides to keep him, ship him. They should keep him. Though. We suggest it a lot. Yeah, uh, they will. <laughs> I um, think they will. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you look at the amount of talented goaltenders coming out of the Ontario Hockey League. And, you know, well, a teammate of his for yeah, about a year, uh, Dylan Wells, starting to yeah. have an impact in the Edmonton Oilers uh franchise and there's kind of you know not a lot of focus on Dylan Wells. You kinda were like, well, what's going on with him? Like where is he? Is he still like with Edmonton or Bakersfield? Or like, you know, what's going on? And now here in Edmonton Taxi Squad, you're like, all you're right, start- finally starting to see uh where he's gonna end up. He's gonna be a National Hockey League goaltender one of these days because I don't think Cost can have a lot of chance to stay with Edmonton too much longer. Mike Smith is a thousand years old. So um, there's going to be vacancies uh, in goal. There always is. And uh, Hunter Jones, Dylan Wells, Peterborough Peets. We're going to take that opportunity and run with it. So Yeah, for sure. Um, should be good. Yeah, exciting. We had Connor I'll, McMichael make his AHL debut as well. There's another one. He looks solid. First line. Yeah. Played on the first line there too for uh, Hershey. He better be on the first line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he looked good he looked like he did he looked like he didn't want it in the ohl he looked identical to lead in the ohl C- carry the play get open create space for yourself and others And that's the thing with phil tomasino eh? phil tomasino is a leader he might not be the most vocal leader like amongst his peers like mm-hmm. hey let's go like good effort there like good job good work but phil tomasino is a guy that's going to dictate the play he's going to lead he's going to lead the team in that category every day in and day out i mean he yeah. reminds me, like, he reminds me a lot of how like Dylan Larkin is in Detroit. How like he's just gonna go out there and do things. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Phil Tomasino can just okay, we're tied, we're down one, we're starting the third period, it's two one. All right, you're gonna score. i I might get one. I'll set somebody up. We're gonna win three two. Phil yeah. Thomas can just take a game over, and that's something very special yeah. for the Nashville Predators to have. And I noticed that there on a Friday night against Grand Rapids where. He just went out there on the power play. He's out there with uh, Seth Jarvis and Ryan Suzuki in uh, Chicago, for the Chicago Wolves, the new affiliate for the Carolina Hurricanes. They uh, split them in Nashville. Yeah, so he's out there with them on the power play. Next thing you know, great spot. He's on the dot where he should have been, where he was with Team Canada, and uh, makes a nice pass. Gets the assist, the secondary assist, yep. and he gets the third. Then he gets like the third one where it's off the rush. I can't really remember it in my head, but it was just a heads-up play by Phil to create the play. And, I mean, he just led his teammates into that one too, which was nice to see. And that's what you're going to get from Phil Thomas. So I just want to mention that, how he's just a leader in his own way. Like, he doesn't have to talk. He just just does things. It makes you think, like, how do you just do that? Yeah. That's special. Well, and, and, too, you mentioned this during one of the breaks that Ryan Johansson headed to the IR. Yeah. And the spot's going to open up, whether that spot's on the taxi squad or on that full NHL roster. Who knows? But uh, this is an opportunity where we can see Phil Tomasino um, come up, pra- start practicing with the Predators, and they like what they see in practice. All right, you're going to get into the game. You might only play six, seven minutes, but, you know, Make with four, that six, time, seven. see what you can do at the NHL level. Show us. Yeah. Make a meaningful minutes. It doesn't matter yep. if you play, if you play two minutes a game. Just play them hard. Play them mm-hmm. hard because in the NHL level, everyone has a camera. Everyone knows everything. If you play hard those two minutes, you're gonna know. Pierre Luc Dubois played ten seconds poorly, and he was out. He was out. If you play ten good seconds, he's back. Long. By the way, Tuesday, I've seen. This yeah, show. yeah. But um, all right, Some more former show guests. Brett Brochu, you said was dressed for the. He was uh, dressed. Wilkes spare Scranton Penguins. Yeah, hey, I think that would be the place where I would want to play the most in the AHL. And <laughs> you know if you know me, you kinda know why. TV. TV. What? Netflix Netflix show, The Office. Oh. Scranton. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the place I think that's the place where I'd want to. Play. See,
1: it's I just, don't fun. get that because I don't
0: know the office. <laughs> That's true. I, once I said that, I'm like, well, no, he's not going to get it. But like, so, I mean, he's going to get chances. I think, I think he gets chances. I watched the game today. I don't think, I don't think he stayed. I think he just dressed for warmups because I looked at the box score here and he's not listed. uh, He was on the bench. He was on the bench. Dressing three goalies. I didn't see three. (laughs) Well, for for here. For here, they've listed uh, Shane Starrett as the backup in this game. And uh, really? uh, Emil Larmy Brochu. was the starter.
1: Wow, well, yeah, I saw, on I saw the a bench. picture
0: with Brochu on the ice. Yeah, Brochu was on the bench. Huh. Yeah, yeah, they only had two goalies. One was on the bench, one was on the ice. Like, that's typical. Yeah, that's weird. They might have had a typo. But he is there on an ATO. Yep. A lot like, uh, what can we say? It yet? Are you ready for that, The Lennox? Yep. Justin Lennox. Yeah, Lennox to the Toronto Marlies. It's an ATO. A lot of people were wondering on Twitter, why is he there? He's not drafted. He's draft eligible this year. It's almost like a loan situation. So, like with uh, Liam Foodie last year, how he could go to Columbus. Obviously, his rights were owned by the Blue Jackets, being the first round pick of the Jackets that year. He could. So Tristan Lennox can go, and since the OHL is not playing, and there's the offices are not open. Nothing's open in the OHL. Yeah, he can. He can play. He can play there on an ATO. He just can't miss games or like team like not team events, but like practices. Team, Saginaw is still the first priority for him, but since they're not playing right now in the OHL, he can play as long you know, as they're not playing in the, for the Toronto Marlies. Yeah. And I think that's just a great opportunity for uh, Kyle Dubas to get a read on him, because I feel like he's a guy that Kyle Dubas loves just because he's, one, he likes taking goalies. Well, you got to take a goal each draft. I mean, it's simple. But two, I think that OHL connection, Sue Saint Rita Saginaw, he has ties in the spirit organization. Yep. Playing them so much. So he's getting taught. He's in communication with the spirit a lot. It's just an opportunity for him to get a better read on him. Read the book more on Tristan Lennox. Yep. And I just think it's a good opportunity for Lennox. He's going to play. I mean, Dell Campbell and Anderson all at the Mar, all at the Leafs. So he's going to be probably the fifth goalie right now on the chart for the Leafs right away. So, That'll be interesting to see. He's going to play for sure whenever the Marleys get started. He's going to play a game, I guarantee you that one. Yep. Yeah, and speaking, we've been talking on the topic of OHL goaltenders. In this same game, it was the uh, uh, Binghamton Devils, obviously visiting the Penguins. Yeah. A very nice OHL alumni goaltending tandem with the Binghamton Devils. Evan Cormier, the starter for the yeah. Devils, backing him up jeremy brodeur yeah and the devils well you know Mackenzie blackwood he's up with them he's expected to you know it's his job but there's gonna be a backup position eventually and one of those guys is gonna get that opportunity and shocking a brodeur is in new jersey with them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. man i'm trying to find this picture bro shoe i can't find it so i'll I'll send you a deal but I will. I'll send you the clip after the. But all right, that's him on the bench. Um, also, uh, we kind of broke this Cedric Andre to the uh, Belleville Senators a lot like uh, Lennox, but this is for an amateur tryout. It's an actual ATL. Mm-hmm. But Cedric Andre will probably sign with Belleville. I think he'll get an American Hockey League contract, no problem. I just think he's a guy that's going to be there in the AHL. I think he's a top three goal. I think he's in the top three, top five for sure in our Take league. Take your team to – well, it would have been, in my opinion, back-to-back OHL finals. Yeah. But, like, he, I think the thing that might have hurt him in the draft, because and it's a lot like Brett Rocheau, what style. Sometimes those guys, they don't have a style. It's like yeah. fish out of water and just stop the puck, which works in the OHL and it's entertaining to watch, but does it work at the next level? That's the biggest question from scouts. Well, but I works. think it does, but it's be really interesting. You almost wonder with him in Ottawa what happened when they brought in Michael DiPietro. Yeah. I'm not saying that hurt his draft stock. It probably did a little bit, but. But he was still a stud. Yeah. He was like, still a stud that year. Like we both said, I remember we both said, like that year when we were first talking, like OHL, like that hot hot, hot team, like they didn't even really need to make the DiPietro trade. And they yeah, still he probably got injured. Went to the OHL. So it didn't make it Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they still probably went to the OHL final with or without DiPietro. Yeah, I mean, Senator Conjuring, he's just he was number one goalie, and it's all like that right now with Will Cranley as well. Yeah, But that'll be interesting to exactly yeah. hear your point. Yeah, just looking at these rosters, and man, you can go up and down the list with OHL yeah. alumni with the Devils, Nikita Chuck. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marion Stevenich, of course, played uh, with the Hamilton Bulldogs. Nate that's the cool thing, eh? Stolans, yeah, Nate Snart, Michael Vapoyevich, cool like. Ranger. Yep. that's cool that's cool though how like you get the like you go through each lineup and you see all like the OHLers like yep. that's the cool part uh also for uh Cedric Andre last year he played 42 games for the 67s, so he had a uh, 2.42 goals against with a save percentage of 0. 0.9 to 16 so that's not bad yeah solid I just great move for Belleville I like it it's all it's like you're getting an eighth round pick but he's not an A-2 pick. He should have been drafted, <laughs> but it's like an extra draft pick. Also, uh, some quick uh, touch-ups before I ha- see a question. Um, Tyson Forrester went down awkwardly on a Saturday afternoon for Adirondack. Uh, it was an open ice play. Uh, he kind of uh, – the guy that kind of came in to me lost an edge and kind of took his feet out from under him. I haven't saw anything from Adirondack, haven't heard anything. I don't – I think it's just day to day. I hope it's day to day because Tyson's a great player and we want to see yeah. him play. But he went down awkwardly, needed help getting up, but hopefully everything's okay there and hopefully it's just day to day. Also Zayd Wisdom, the youngest player. Love that. I love that's that. That's good. The wit Yeah. Named that finalist. But yeah, that semi-finalist, I mean, actually. Yeah, semifinal. Because he, he lost to uh he lost to Shanton. That was in the finals. No, that I was, was semifinals because they're both what in Eastern it? Conference. What was the finals? I don't know. I'd have to look. I up. thought it was Liz. Oh look, I up. thought we just. I thought we kind of made like a thing, so it had to be like that. Because I, I wish chance. we would have, but no, we didn't. Okay, also, I'm gonna bring it up. Yeah. Also, uh, Alec Ragula played for All Rockford teams, like on it. Saturday. While well, you're yep. looking for that, he he really like that was a very bad trade by Steve Eiserman. Trading Alex Regula for Brandon Perlini. No, I mean, Regula is a stud there. He looked unreal on Rockford. Yeah. Uh, fit right in. I can see him being on the taxi squad by the end of the year. I'm not going to make it a no-and-60 effect, him on the taxi squad by the so, end of the so year. <laughs> but if it is, I may Yeah. I may tweet the fact. <laughs> we'll see. <Yeah. laughs> by the way, I found it. It was uh, Giancarlo Shanton beating Wisdom in the Eastern Finals. Shanton beat Swankler in the Finals. Yeah, Swanker. Swanker, Swanker, yeah. But, yeah, just taking a look around the AHL as we uh, lead into the final part of the show. The Ontario Reign on Monday night took on uh, the Henderson Silver Knights. Love it. Silver Knights. Silver Knights, love it. And you can just – and we've talked about it numerous times. Sean Dursey, Akil Thomas, Cameron Gauntz, a little bit of an older – OHL hey, alumni, the bat. the that Mister Kaliev, um,
1: scored his first NHL goal.
0: Dudes. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Congrats to him. Yeah, uh, and of course, Quinton Byfield and Innette. backing up today though is uh, Matthew Valalta. Yeah, see. Yeah, uh, see, Henderson yeah. Silver Knights just gonna go up and down, just go down their list for a quick while. Seven, while you're eight. looking, Krebs. Hey, while while you're looking, uh, Chad Yetman scored his first goal as well for the Chicago. Yeah, Wolves. I saw that come up. Yeah, yeah, he uh, forty. Uh, he had forty-three goals in sixty-one games with the area I just wanted to quick mention yeah. that. I for think, sure. I think that's all the stats. Um, for OHLers. Jacob Brown, and uh, Jamie Drysdale got on the sh- uh, Schneide. Yep. Uh, Trevor Ziegler, a quick uh, off OHL player, yeah, uh, player of the week in the American Hockey League. I feel like the Ducks have to call him up soon. Mm-hmm. They have a chance because they're close, right? The ducks yeah. are close. I feel like you're them off Krebs, so just big names. Yeah. Um Paul Cotter with the Henderson Silver Knights. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, former Niagara Ice Dogs captain Ben Jones wearing number sixty four yeah. for the Silver Knights. That's a cool number where sixty four. Yeah. We usually he That's wore number three in Niagara. Sixty four is such a cool number so. for some reason. Why is he wearing three there? What the heck, Ben? Come on. No one's even yeah. got number three on here. Jeez. He needs to get some more pull with them. Yeah. So a quick uh, question. All these guys playing the American Hockey League that can still return next year to the OHL. My opinion, I think the league will benefit a lot from that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I think they'll benefit for sure. It's just a matter of... Who that, actually comes back? Yeah, who actually... Because we and we talked about it during the break a little bit. Byfield, no chance he's back. Drysdale, no. no. Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Perot? Perot, yeah. P- maybe. Perot, I but could see Perot. Sarnia, Benef- Sarnia benefits from this, I think. Yeah, yeah uh, I could D- see Perot. Jamison sure. Reese, no. Ryan Suzuki, no. No. Carolina? No, there's no way. Connor McMichael, no. He's By the way, Owen 20. Tippett, not looking bad for the Florida Panthers. No, no, Owen Tippett's just a goal scorer. You think about you think about how good that Mississauga team actually was. They yeah. could be the they could be the best team that never won. Yeah, think about it. Like Ingham and Nat, superstar goaltender. Yep. You have Harley on the point. Yep. Elite prospect. You have Thomas Harley on the point. Elite prospect. You have Nick Hag. Elite prospect. Yep.
1: Playing really well brother. for
0: the Vegas Golden Knights right now. You had the you had the McLeod brothers. Yep. Solid. Tippett. Well, Tippett, solid. Philly, Sarriarvi as well. Yep. Underrated player. Underrated player. He was good on that Mississauga team the year they lost in the finals. Yeah. And they were a lot like the Niagara Ice Dogs when they lost to London in 2015. They were a lot like that, where – in the Eastern Conference, you notice that team that beats all those strong teams in the West. Mississauga did that. Mississauga that year, yeah. they beat London. They beat Erie. They beat Windsor. Windsor hosted the Mem Cup that year. They won all those tough games. And te- any team, like when you knew the West was so strong, and yeah. it's changed a lot since then, the West isn't as dominant over the East as it was a couple of years ago. For sure. But a couple of years ago when it was like that, you could notice the teams that beat, those strong teams in the West. Like if you go to Erie and then like a Sunday, those are tough games to win. And when you do that, I mean, usually when you go to Erie, it's on that Sunday afternoon on a back-to-back, yeah. usually playing Niagara the night before. Or it's the it's reverse tough. way. You're in Erie on You're the Saturday in- night. Then you head to Niagara on the Sunday or even Hamilton on the Sunday. Friday, Sa- Yeah. Friday, Saturday too. Yep, Like it's tough. That's such a tough, uh, those are tough games to win. And I really watch the teams that can do that. And yeah. Mississauga that year really did. And I was just thinking, like that Mississauga team may be the best team to not win. And I know I'm missing some players, but they were solid. Man, even even you could even play. I know this is Homerism a little bit, but even the 2018, 2019 Niagara Ice Dogs. God, yeah. that was a good team. Yeah. They got out in the second round. Yeah. Well, so many teams that year like, lost was, in the second round. Yeah. So many teams. I mean, London got reverse swept. Yeah. They got reverse swept. And I can and I can tell you right now, but I, I believe it was game two or three it was a sunday afternoon in london of the london so game, it would have been game two it would have been game two because london had all my yeah so it was a sunday after it was a sunday afternoon and the nice just pounded anthony popovich and popovich is a calm cool collected goaltender and it was like four nothing he got the he got yanked and nico dawes came in and i think it, i want to say it was like seven one the final score mm. and like i was like and honestly in my head no bias i was thinking it might be a sweep here. Then the next game you go to Guelph and you win game three and it's like, wow. I mean, you're up three Oh, the pressure's all on them. And the next thing you know, Guelph just got momentum in game four and they didn't drop it. I mean, I disagree with Mike Babcock and Mike Babcock says there's no uh, momentum in a series because there clearly is in the OHL. There in the OHL, is. Absolutely. There, there clearly p- is. I mean, that game four where Guelph just, I believe it, they might I believe it was a five on three power play and Guelph scored both on it. Yeah, I, I believe it was like Ryan Suzuki, Mackenzie, and Whistle. I believe they got or Nick Suzuki, those two got the two goals. And I want to say, like, that just changed the series. And then game seven, yeah. it looked tight, and then Guelph just took it over. and Then they following around after that. You're down 2 0 to Saginaw. You come back and win at seven, then Ottawa, similar, come back. and win. Well, and you, when yes. you think about it too. And I don't know how much this actually plays into it, but when you have a crowd and that's why it's completely yeah. impossible to have good OHL playoffs without crowds, but mm-hmm. the buildings are small, the playoffs, the buildings are packed. You might say, Oh, well, this team has attendance problems throughout the regular season. Well, yeah, maybe no, that, may be that so. goes out the window, <laughs> you, you know, in the playoffs, playoffs, the bandwagoners do start to come out and um, oh yeah, it's in the NHL too. It's not just the OHL and they start to come out and those small buildings when they're full, they are yeah. electric. They are loud. And Guelph may have well gotten back themselves back into that series because of the home crowd at the Sleeman Center. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Guelph, are, and you know, we both played in Guelph for baseball, but we know what it's like to play Oof. in Guelph. It's not fun. Guelph, it's not oh, fun. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> but it's not fun playing Guelph. It's never fun no, playing Guelph. And when they get it, jump I played it of you the feel, crowd you in feel it and, and for baseball, and you I feel mean, it. You at feel at it there. the time yeah. they kind of struggled with attendance, but there's still people that were giving you crap because you're still right there. Like it's yeah, not, it's the major leagues, like you're, you're like you feel it though, fans. yeah. yeah. Right. But and also, I think game seven. I think Guelph was right up for that to go into London game 7 in London Budweiser Gardens you know it's going to be packed I, I, I think don't they know were ready for that you see Nick Suzuki in Montreal he was ready for it. that's nothing I don't I don't know what there isn't another building in the in the league that I think a road team gets super hyped up for than playing a game hey, 7 at Budweiser London? Gardens against It's wild It's wild if you're it's a road a, team and you're gonna try and build momentum on the road, that is the gotta win that easiest ge- easiest game to get up and get pumped and build momentum. Easiest hey, building, easy like R- Riley McCord said that last year when uh, Flint came into London and beat them five two or six two. Yeah, that was a statement by the Flint Firebirds. Next thing that you, know, you win fourteen games in a row. Yeah, the Flint Firebirds. That was a statement going into London and beating them like that. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you get red hot. I feel like when you go into London, you win that big road game, and you're around fifth, you're around fourth, fifth place in the conference. Then you go into London, you beat them like that. Yeah. That really gives you momentum. It that it really gives you that sense where it doesn't matter where you play on the road, you can win. You can win. The crowd will not affect you. Which yeah. I respect. Well, I want to bring this. I'm gonna. I'm just. Kitchener's like that. like that too. Kitchener's like that oh, too. Yeah. When you go when you go into the odd and it's rocking like that before the game, yeah, it's like that. And Hamilton too. Hamilton was like that when they were playing Ham- Sioux. Yeah. Sue and you could see that. Hamilton got momentum off that crowd. The city was buzzing. And that was cool to see. And yeah. Niagara too. There's so many arenas. Niagara's, Niagara's like that. Yeah. Oshawa. Niagara's cool because it's got like the metal like bleacher type things yeah. where it like shakes. Because they're retractable because they, they use it are, for yeah. concerts. Yeah, and you can like feel it there, like actually shake. That's pretty cool. I'm just gonna bring up the Kitchener Rangers' um, schedule because, as we know, start of the season, you're like, what "The hell's going on here?" And then just all of a sudden, McK- Kenzie steps in behind the bench, and they're on their way to probably good chance a Final Four meeting um, in the Western Conference Finals. But I just want to bring it up here. Because, it, again, it started to turn around in the new year. I just want to see, where did they win their first game where it started to, you know, look up for the team and they started to win a lot of games? Fl- I want to say Flint. Didn't they end Flint streak? They might have. I want to say Flint. Or no, 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 no. Flint, they Flint. They lost because that's when McCourt came in and said goodnight on, yeah. in the shootout. So I'm, out of in, here, so. I'm in a stretch – Starting Sunday, November 17th, they lost in London 5-3. Lost at home to Guelph 5-1. Lost at home to London 5-1. Lost in Peterborough 3-1. Then they head to Erie. They win 5-4 in a shootout. Then they beat Owen Sound at home 3-0. Beat Guelph at home 2-1. Beat Windsor on the road 4-3. Beat Oshawa at home 6-4. Great team. Beat Owen Sound on the road 3-2 in a shootout tight London, 4 Tough place to play. At home. Yeah. yeah. Beat Hamilton, 9-6 at home. The home, game, the home game against London was huge. Yeah. That home game against London was huge. And then 6-1 against Guelph on the road, 3-0 against Owen Sound on the road. And then the streak ended December 20th. They hosted Sault Ste. Marie and lost 6-3. But then they came back at it right after the break. One seven two. 7 2 Guess who against and guess in what building that game was played in Budweiser Gardens. Yep, yeah, that's big. Then they beat Erie in a home and home twice, beat Saginaw, lost to Niagara in overtime, but then they went on a run after that. Like, holy crap! And it would be nice to have another night on the show soon because it would be nice to ask them that question Do you feel that each home game that you feel that pressure from the other team, like, yeah, to play in your building. I mean, you might take it for granted you're playing that every home game, right? But
1: every well, team that goes in there wants to that, beat
0: you. That's even a good question to ask anyone who's played a road game set at Budweiser Gardens. Because, I mean, when we talked to Riley McCourt, Riley McCourt said that straight out you go into London, you want to win, and we, yeah. they believed they could win, they did. And that was a statement that, yeah. I mean, it propelled them to the season that they had. I mean, it was a big part of it. Yeah. We could, we could even bring on someone who was on that 2016, no 2016 um, on that 2019 Guelph storm team that won in game yeah. seven against London. We could, and I know they lost this, but Windsor yeah, American Warriors hockey league, Boston game seven, but then went on to win the Memorial cup. Like just the experience. That's how good like the league was. But like, that's how good the OHL was that year though. Yeah. The OHL was so good that year. I mean, you had Erie who was just running through everybody you had Windsor yeah. who had injuries who was just like Erie. Then you had London that was right there coming off a of Mem Cup with the best goaltender in well, the league at the time, Tyler Parsons. Eastern Conference, you had Peterborough running through everyone. They made a big trip yeah. to the Niagara Yeah, Ice. They went out, got Jacob Paquette from Niagara, yeah. or Jacob Paquette, Chris Paquette, sorry, who helped them make it to an OHL final the year before. Uh, Dylan Wells was their goalie. Mississauga. Like, they were good. Obvi- the yeah, team, obviously Mississauga, yeah. A team we just said would might be the best team to never win. Yeah. So I mean the league was so good that year. And I mean the league was really good last year. Yeah. Ottawa, Ottawa was good, Oshawa was good, Peterborough was good. The I West mean, it was, six teams were in striking I believe, distance of the top three. If not, they were London, in the top three. Like London was at like eight points up. Standings are still out the same, I think. Yeah, I'm like look Kitchener, Windsor. Not really many people were, you know, too confident in Windsor. They'd kinda hit a a uh, rough patch in their schedule, but again, they were still. They had some teams. off ice. Pierroinen was still their yeah. goalie. Like, um, yeah, Kitchener, Flint, Saginaw, London, obviously. I think, looking back at it, my favorite move all year, my my favorite move, might have been the Ryan Merkley to London from Peterborough. You love that move. I love it. Ryan Merkley was huge. Ryan Merkley was huge for them. He, just, I Mike Stubbs up said that Mike Stubbs was very big on Ryan Merkley being a London Knight that year. Yeah, and well, everyone you hear every player that we've had on our show from the London Knights, Connor McMichael, Luke Evangelista, and also uh, Brett Roshew, they've all said the same thing: getting Ryan Merkley the prankster in the room, like to come into your room, to come in the room and like dictate it in a positive way like that is huge. And I believed Ryan Merkley needed to play in a place like London because it's a big market you're playing for the hunter brothers that's a big deal you're playing in front of nine thousand fans every game you can't you don't get sucked out of it you're constantly in your bubble there where you got to be like you got to be almost like a pro mm-hmm. and i think that was huge for ryan Merkley, and he really played like the first round pick that he is and i believe that was huge because and i honestly thought and i know our writer joel vanderland and i have thought similar thoughts on this that they would have been close to Ottawa in the OHL finals. They went to Ottawa and beat them twice there in the year. And Brett Rochu's favorite win, as he said on the show. But I just think that that was, that was the game to me that really changed their season. And I think that the London Knights, Ottawa 67s, OHL final last year was the thing that we needed. that I mean, well one Shout out to Ryan Merkley because a lot of people are saying he'll never make the NHL because he's a bit of an ass when it comes to being in the room and off the ice. Eh, well, sucks to he be all of that you people because he is playing for the San Jose Barracuda very much having an opportunity to play for the San Jose Sharks because they suck. So um, mm-hmm. he's going to get a massive, he's a first round pick people like, he's get he, and honestly by the by the sounds of it everything that we've heard from London and the players that we've had on our show yeah. the fans that listen to our show they need, they even know it from what we've heard yeah from literally the voices that mean the most the players his teammates his front office members his radio guy they've all said the same
1: yeah. that he's
0: the guy he's the guy i mean he's cha- it's i would have to see it to believe it the other way yeah. i believe he's such a good player i mean so big for your room it's right on this see and good for him. Yeah, Merkley wearing number six for the San Jose Barracuda. Nice. One last note. We'll go back to OHL alumni goaltenders. Ivan Prosvitov. Hey, cartwheel. The first game this season <laughs> with the Tucson Roadrunners. Hey, where's he that, Sally, for you? Overtime. Where's that, Sally, for you the cartwheel? I know. Eh? Hey, when you got the three stars and you're in the cartwheel, that's awesome. I love that. That was nice to see Saginaw uh, fired up. And, uh, yeah. and by the way, a quick uh, 76 points in 60 games played. Last year for Ryan Merkley, a defenseman, second in scoring good. on the Knights. Yeah, solid.
1: Just and, had to bring
0: that up quick. Jan unique also hey. playing. Hey. Last year's MVP on Roadrunners. Yeah, that's wild. Eh? About last year in Hamilton, only one game he got without a point in like the 27 games he played. Hamilton, Hamilton's right been up been there. Unreal. Hamilton's up there with Ottawa if they uh, if they're there. They give Ottawa a tough time because they sure. they're up at least two, three bonds, good goals. What were they, sixth or seventh? Yeah. Something like that. They're up around fourth or fifth, third, fourth, yeah. fifth uh, with yeah. him in the lineup. Also, another unfortunate thing about last year was never got to see that Kingston Niagara playoff in yeah. North yeah. Bay. We never got to see that playoff run the last six games. We yeah. never, we missed that. That was very exciting as well yeah. because Niagara was starting to get on. Like the fans are trying to get on edge a little bit. They're starting. To yeah, get they're like, we've never made bit. the playoffs. Is this really going to be the or we've never, never not made the playoffs? Yeah, we've never not made the playoffs. Is this really going to be the year? And, and there ain't one person we talked to with exactly. Jonah Simone about this. Jake Uberti about this. Um, they didn't want to have that streak, and they didn't want to be the first team they and never make the playoffs. And Mason Howard, so was like the last game before they got shut down, Mason Howard blocked. 16 shots in the game. 16 <laughs> on the penalty kill. He had 10. <laughs> it was literally his side. The four, like the, like the right side winger, yep. wasn't even wasn't even there on that side. He was playing in the middle. It's just Mason Howard. It's almost like a diamond. <laughs> it's just that one time where Mason Howard just blocking shots. It was like in Happy Gilmore when he stands in front of the thing, 360 days a hockey season. He's just taking <laughs> him off the chest in the batting cage. Oh yeah. That's literally Mason Howard blocking shots. Just stands there and just takes it. I love it. That is awesome. Uh, I think he's not, a future. He wears a letter for the Ice Dogs. Yeah. In the future. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that that ends our show. Play the Wings. It was away. fun. That was a fun, edit. Yeah. We the uh, we were the, insiders the rant, the rant for twenty seconds. minutes. Um. We <laughs> talked about a lot of big accomplishments for OHL alumni in the NHL and the AHL. There'll be a lot more of that yeah, every two weeks. There will be hope oh, and. I, yeah, I'm gonna give the effect. We're gonna give an effect. I know okay. you think it I know you'll be on board for this. It's a team effort. All right. Hunter, Hunter Jones gets his first win by the next recording in the AHL. Yeah, yeah, in 100%, the AHL. for sure. Yep, perfect. I'm calling it right now. The fact. What the up, Rat Row? What up? Insider. You heard it here first. Yeah. Shot in two weeks. <laughs>